Good evening, and welcome to episode 90 of the Yeah You Ride podcast. This is the Bodie Bodie. Hey there, Bodie. This is the T-Bone. And this is Sugiria. So episode 90, that means this podcast is officially entering the grunge phase. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Is that why you guys are wearing flannels and your hair is bleached and dyed green? And I'm moving to Seattle. Actually, yeah. both you guys are wearing polos. Yeah. Which is super weird and awkward, and I don't feel like I'm doing my regular podcast. Like you're the grungiest of all of us because you've got a check shirt on. That's true. <laughs> this is my. This is a nice. This is Bodie Bodie's dress shirt. Work <laughs> dress shirt. This is my work shirt. I'm a car salesman. It's buttoned. <laughs> it's a button down, but short sleeves. It's and a. It has a it, yeah, it's a flannel print, although it's not a flannel material. Yeah. So you're would definitely be the grungiest of the three. Summer of us. grunge. You're kind of also from grunge. Oregon, Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I am. Yep. So yeah. you I'm are super grunge core over yeah. here. Yep. You, yeah. Yeah. You're even, Kurt Cobain yep. this week. Pretty much, basically. Yeah. Mm. Um, so never mind. Never mind that intro. Da-da. Let's bleach that from our memory. Oh, okay. Um, just put ones? that in a heart-shaped box. A certain rider had a baby in utero but was racing this weekend at U.S. Pro Road. Nats. Guys, let's get in. Let's drop the Nirvana puns. <laughs> um, let's unplug those Nirvana oh, boy. puns. Because it really is starting to smell like teen spirit at Pro Nats with Emma White crushing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right. Pro Nats, Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, that was awesome. That was great. I had, I had, yeah, you know what I really enjoyed? That I got to watch it and I laid on my couch all day Sunday and watched the men's road race. And it was like the most wonderful thing to do. Like, you kind of like, you turn it on, it's like 100 miles to go, and you watch, and then you kind of doze off, you know, because you had a big long ride. And then you wake up and an attack goes, and then you doze off again. And, you know, I do, I do enjoy that aspect of road racing. I know that it's not the most exciting thing, and as we've talked about in last mm. episode, it's not the best for audience engagement, and uh, it's not maybe not maybe the way forward for professional cycling. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you you also it was a what was the the finishing circuit or, or was, it was, was all the same. The entire circuit. race was on that circuit, eight yeah, mile which was circuit. an eight mile circuit. Yeah. So by the end of that, you really kind of got to know the course too, which was kind of neat. Yeah, and and this is so they did they raced this course last year. Yeah, they did. So they've done pro nats in Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. I want to say where did Warbass win his? Because it was kind of a similar course. It was, like. and it but it it was not this same. I th- I think it was Chattanooga, wasn't it? I just it? I feel like Tennessee really has taken a stranglehold on U.S. nats. Yeah. Um, I admittedly kind of want to go to Tennessee. Got a friend who moved to Chattanooga. We have another friend who's actually in Chattanooga right now. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm intrigued about this whole Tennessee thing. But yeah, let's talk about the. Let's talk. Where do you want to? What do you want to start with? What race? Well, let's start on Friday. Well, there was a time trial, but I don't really care about that. Um, I don't know. Nothing really notable. There was a guy. The guy who won the men's elite, Ian Garrison, is also U23. So he's going to both hold the U23 and elite pro. Time trial? I guess so. Jerseys? 
Guess so. Yeah, from uh, Ian Garrison from Action Haggins Berman. That's kind of interesting. Um, so he won the U23 time trial in Maryland last weekend and then won the pro TT yes. this weekend. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because yeah, the U twenty three races were all part true. of the amateur nats. Yeah. I was thinking he was U twenty three and one, but now I think you're right. He won the U twenty three and then he came and won the pro. Yep. Um so yeah, the weekend before was amateur nats. Um this weekend was pro nats. And actually we saw a lot of the same people, which I didn't think we were going to. Yep. Um, but you saw a Volo, right? Because they're under three uh, U twenty three development squad, mm-hmm. but they're also a Conti team, so they are in the pro races as well. Yeah, and we got a lot of uh, action. Let's get to the crit on Friday night. Um, just speaking of Avolo, you had Gage Hecht really just kind of off the front a lot of that race. Um, just getting mm-hmm. in the moves, just being aggressive. Uh, didn't 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 end up uh, getting anywhere uh, on the podium, but it was really cool to see him just kind of like taking it to the to the pros and i mean he's, he's still a young guy and we know how strong he is from cross and yep. uh he was crossing it up but that uh the men's race was won by travis mccabe who has won the pro crit nats before but kind of a, it's an interesting course where it's not like a typical crit course right yeah and it, it, it used the same part as the is, is part of the crit course was the also the road race circuit right so downtown you, downtown knoxville yeah mm-hmm. so it finishes with like a left hand uphill yeah and then a, a sort of a right hander uphill and then like a left hander kind of downhill to the finish but then you had this like kind of weird freeway freeway overpasses in the crit so it didn't really have that like i don't know Downtown crit vibe. Downtown crit vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't have the sort of high speed, ninety degree turns, like railing those corners. Yeah, and that um, climbs pretty steep, isn't it? That yeah, climb it up a, to the to for the left a crit, hand. especially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really is. I mean, it, I, it definitely kind of you know probably thinned it out a bit. And uh, but what we saw really was that McCabe just kind of you had what we saw in the women's race and we saw in the men's race is that you wanted to be the first to that second to last corner going up the climb and then once you could lead into that and go left onto mm-hmm. the downhill to the finish line yeah you pretty much have it and, and he grabbed it um for floyd's of leadville so good yeah, to see. a non-traditional crit course won by a traditional crit racer yeah i mean you know and, and mccabe who we saw almost uh, beat sagan at tour of california That's so right. You know he's he's having a strong team and and you i kind of for you know i forget that he's on that floyd's team which we really you know there was, I feel like there was a bit of a rigmarole with him starting that team. That was the, it was started out the money that Landis won. Yeah, as the whistleblower. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and I, I, you know, not to sidetrack this too much, but what happened to Floyd had this fund, right? Like this um, Kickstarter fund kind of thing or whatever to, you know, to pay for his uh, legal problem legal fees and everything and then won a bunch of money back when he was innocent yeah you know and did he pay that money back i don't know i don't i haven't really heard i don't remember hearing that he that he repaid people or anything from from that and i'm assuming he also used that money to start his uh cbd business right i mean floyd's of leadville makes cbd products don't they no because i think he got that money from the he finally got that money from the lance thing after the cbd thing okay and that's when he put the money into the um, into the team. Side note: I've had some really, really rough uh, knee pain lately, and I've been thinking about rubbing some of that Floyd's of Leadville on my knees. Mm. 
Well, maybe you can get Floyd himself to rub it on there for you. No, well, yeah. you better make sure you get the uh, USAC compliant one. That's right. Mm. Um, are, we'll are there s- different versions? I believe so. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of money and teams, uh, we spoke about how Hoggins, Berman, Superman uh, is announced that they're lost their title sponsor and they're and they're shutting down at the end of the year. They have the reigning crit champion in Leanne Ganser, so just you know, could see that there's a lot behind this race and that the team was going to race in a way that they usually do, which is an attacking style and just constantly sending riders off the front, which is super exciting to watch. That women's race was great. Um, and, you know, but, like, there definitely was a little more emotion behind it. And I was definitely pulling for Leanne. I was like, you know, that would be great for her to win again. Um, maybe that will help her find a contract for next year. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she got caught up in a crash with, like, three laps to go. Um, and that was it. Her race yeah. is over, and she just had to pull over to the pits. And you could see the frustration on her face and her expressions. And um, super bummed to see. But, um Lily Williams from Haggins Berman held on strong and got second, but Emma White, man, she yeah. came out. She she showed us how to win that race, getting to that corner first, and just beasted it up that short climb, and then just I think she had plenty of time to celebrate coming across the finish line. So she's still U twenty three, I think. Isn't she focusing on track for the Olympics? She is. So she stopped racing cross, yeah. and her, her part of her track prep is doing road racing. So well, we do see her at road races for a rally, but um, yeah, she crushed it. I don't know. Just Yeah, so she was on the podium in both, both events. So they do the U23 crit um, as part of the pro the, crit. The pro crit, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she won the U23 and the pro crit national championships and then not to not to do an early segue here but she also was on the podium in the women's road race correct she was yeah and i was saying that maybe she won the omnium there is no omnium but just to make it up the unofficial well who won the women's tt the yeah you ride on because i missed that amber neiman that's right who and so in uh who's won it a bunch of times before right? bunch of time yeah amber neiman 44 been around um so I didn't realize, I thought that uh, Emma White had got on the podium in the time trial, and I messaged you guys, she actually got 10th in the time trial. Mm. Um, Chloe Dygart got second in the time trial, and second in the road race? I think that's right, because Emma White finished third in the road race. Yeah. So maybe Chloe Dygart, um, no, no, Chloe Dygart got fourth. Anyway, it's close between Chloe Dygart and, and Emma White about who sort of had that best Omnium, finger quote, Omnium of the pro road race. Uh, yeah. Someone can maybe figure that out for us and assign some points and make up a system. But yeah, I don't know. But before we leave the, the Amber Neben uh, thing, she, serious time trial specialist, pretty much the only event I think that she competes in is best I, or, or is competitive in, I should say. Yeah. But she, you mentioned her age, Matt. She is in her mid 40s. Uh, Bodie mentioned it, but okay. uh, yeah, she is, yeah, 44 now. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, 44. Yeah. And uh, this is at least the third time she's won it, and I think she'd won it uh, several times earlier on uh, and then had taken a break to start a family. Yeah. And then came back and kept winning. Yeah, didn't she win last year? So I think she won it last year, too. Sorry, I can't. The the, the bells that are distracting me once again. Uh, She actually won it, yeah, last year. Uh, She won 
it in 2017 as well. Yeah. Uh, she won it in, uh, you know what? What's up with USAC's website? Where are our results past 2016? I, I get so frustrated going to that. You know what was really frustrating? Is I was like, oh, I want to watch the USA Nats. I know, I'll go to the USAC website. It'll be on the front page there. No, it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't that it wasn't anywhere to be found. Yeah, they yeah, tweeted out a, a YouTube link that didn't work, and then they like they had like another <laughs> YouTube link, but then just I mean, it was luckily it was on Facebook. Yeah, because so, the coverage was really professional. It was but great. Their their actually selling it to you was was completely yeah. amateur. Yeah, I ended up going just to Flow Bikes and and got a a trouble free uh, feed. It was the USAC feed. Yeah, on Flow Bikes. I just yeah. I just searched for it on YouTube and found yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad they put it up. Um, we have a really old Roku, and but I was able to pull it up on the YouTube app on our TV. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's a crit. Um, and then the road race was on Sunday. And, I mean, we were out riding during the women's race, so I didn't get to watch that live. Great race. But, Matt, you did, and I went back and watched it. And yep. you said, you know, if you, you know, go to three laps to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I, we tuned in at twenty five. Same course as the men. Same course as the men, and so essentially it's an eight mile circuit with the Sherrod Road climb. Yeah, it was a which of, is not long after the start. After the start, they go over that bridge and then they kind of hang punch a punch right. up this like two step punchy climb. Yep, um, kind of kind of looks like the Maniac Wall and uh in the Philly Pro Championships. Um, I don't think it's quite as steep as that, but it's, um, but yeah, I mean. It's a road that's going to like really wear you down. It's about what, it's about a kilometer long, maybe, if even that. that, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, Probably 250, 300 feet of vertical gain over. It's not, it's not. No, but yeah, but but consecutive laps really would wear you down. Wear you out. And I guess, and you know, one of the sort of the overarching thoughts about U.S. nationals, especially the pro road Nats, is like you get, these you get all the the world tour riders who sort of come home mm-hmm. um come home as into the united states and they're racing against these pro conti conti domestic elite riders um yep. basically anybody who has a uci license or who gets invited um and so they're you but they're not coming with the full squad usually so like this year ef brought three riders um in the women's race trek had two riders yep. You know, and they had Taylor Wiles and Ruth Winder, um, and Ruth Winder won. You know, just get that out there. I think Canyon Sram had one rider there. So you were getting, you're not getting the full support. Um, I guess Taylor Wiles, Taylor Wiles' partner, uh, Olivia Dillon, was the one who was driving the car. But it's interesting to see how, how these tactics play out. And you have these, these the smaller squads that have big teams and can do tactics and then you have well, like strong- superman for example were very much animate you know animating oh, yeah. that race well if you think about it in a way it uh, it honestly almost favors the the pro conti teams because they're much more likely to have more american riders on their mm-hmm. team a lot yeah. of the world tour teams obviously are made up of a number of europeans etc cetera, etc cetera. ef of course has a few americans on the team but you know there are plenty of world tour teams uh nielsen paulus with you know lotto yumbo or uh, Yumbo Visma, for instance, yep, uh, doesn't really have any other Americans. Uh, Same with Larry Warbass on AG2R. Yeah. So uh, those guys are not, you know, really getting the support that some of the lesser-known riders from the Pro Conti teams are getting from their team. Right. And and, uh, and also some of the Pro Tour riders don't come over. T.J. Van Garden, you know, uh, Joey Roscoff. Um, you yeah. Know, some of these guys, they just, you know. 
they're just not going to go do nationals. Um, it's just not in their training schedule. Anyway, so I just think it's a really interesting dynamic, and it's it's also kind of funny because you were used to seeing these pros and riders against the Europeans. And so as Americans, we were a bit home and we're like, we root for the Americans. And then when it's like a bunch of all American world tour pros in a race, you're like, Oh crap, who do you, you know, who do you root for? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it was, it was, it was, it was easy because everybody was, was worth rooting for. And, um, a lot of great stories, but, uh, yeah. So tuned in the women's race, three laps to go, Going up that climb, yep. Taylor Wiles, Trek Sacred Pharaoh, Trek gets to the front and just smashes it. Yeah, just like literally drills the Peloton's face off. Yeah. Um, and just thins down the field and they get over the climb. Ruth Winder kind of comes up to Taylor and it looks like she's going to put a hand on her shoulder. It's like, hey, like, you know, what's the plan? She kind of like taps her and then just goes guns it and attacks yep. and like that was it and she she just kind of dropped the group she bridged to the breakaway which had a Haggins Berman Superman rider Charlotte Teddy Green and a fellow or Oregonian Beth Ann Orton who we see in cyclocross so that mm-hmm. was cool to see her up there bridges to the break um a few other riders bridge up to that break uh Ruth Winder eventually attacks and uh and solos in for the win with with the with the peloton closing you know, right behind her. Yeah, that the last half of that final lap was real sort of, um, you know, tenterhooks, wasn't it? I mean, she, I think she only won Just off by the a front. second or... Yeah, not too up, far. You could see them in the camera shot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, Corin Rivera was, you know, trying to get moves going, you know, was trying to get a chase organized, really trying to put the pressure on. Um, but Ruth Winder took it. Um, she's at a boulder. Um just I don't know. Just it's just great to see. You know, Trek is very much supportive of women's racing and, and and coverage and everything right now. So to see them have a rider do that and with the support of Taylor Wiles, just that one two was was pretty amazing. I mean, it was it was yeah. I, I was pretty stoked. It was really cool to see. And and maybe well, maybe do we talk about this now or do we get this later? You know, the Trek kit, the Trek National Champions kit. Yep, I'm pretty excited for it. Me too. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm also excited that we're going to be seeing it in the world, you know. Yes. Because what's kind of cool right now is that we have the Tour de France coming up and for the men. And then we have the Giro Rosa for the women. And now this year through Trex uh, and Vox Women, we're going to have a bit of like a highlights uh, show, an hour of coverage. So we're, we're going to see that jersey. We're going to, we're going to really be able to like watch it in action. Um, so it's pretty exciting that they're, that you know the women and the men are going back over to Europe with these jerseys, and we'll get to see it. And so that kind of let's go to the men's race. Well, before we leave it, oh, I want to talk yeah. about the kit for a second again. Okay. Because I don't think whatever Trek do with it, they can't do a worse job than Sunweb did with Corinne Rivera's last year. Oh sure, yeah, absolutely we, terrible. We talked about that. Shocking. Well, let me ask you: Have we seen a Trek? Uh, American National Champions kit re- in recent memory that no, we but, could use as a basis. No, but we've seen we've seen them do other nations uh, kits. So, who, like, who the, was, I think like Ryan Mullen was a Irish uh, okay champion, and they did a nice job with that one. So, I I don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna screw it up. Thomas Shuns. So, oh sorry. yeah, Squeens. Sorry, that's his Instagram Tom name. Squeenge. Tom Squeens won the Latvian national championship. That's right. Um, 
So I don't even, I don't even know what the Latvian flag looks like. It's white and red. It's white with like red stripes, I think. So we'll yeah. we'll have a, a few um, different uh, national kits to go through. Mm. Well, here's a segue for you. Speaking of looking forward to seeing what Trek is going to do with the women's stars and stripes. Yeah. How excited are you guys to see what Rafa and EF are going to do with the men's champs jersey? Because Alex Howes is wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll just say right now, Panache. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's. It, I feel like it's. It, it's certainly foreshadowing Panache, isn't it? <laughs> I'm. I'm. <laughs> I mean, I think was it uh, was it you that said it's going to be tie dye? It wasn't me. I wish it would. No, I think it was. I think it was our friend John Crane and 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 uh, on Facebook. Yeah, I, I think I'm kind of into that actually. Oh no, I, like, I I don't think it's going to be. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna use. No, that, probably uh, not. It's probably gonna be like a screaming eagle, like ripping out of his back, like the you know fabric, sort of like Bones Brigade. Wait, uh, it's, Pal it's, Peralta. This is Rafa. It's not primal. It's not like an old school prime. Yeah, but like I feel like you guys don't know much about Alex Howes, and I feel like he's going to be down for some of that like super patriotic, like ironic, not ironic stuff. Yeah, it's it's tricky though, isn't it? Because people can get really sensitive about about that. No, I'm sure. No, it's it's. I doubt it's going to be. It would be awesome. But I guess I guess I'm also wanting to panache because I'm super stoked about Alex Howes winning this. I know Mm -hmm. that he's been wanting to win. I mean, like, look, a lot, a lot of riders would love to win the national championship, but just ever since I've like paid attention to cycling media and racing, and discovered Alex Howes, I mean, like, you know, he was a big, uh, he was in, he was in a lot of manual for speed coverage back in the day, and he, right when the first interview I read, he talked about wanting to win the national championship, like, really, like, he felt like that's what, like, that's what he wanted. Yeah, to and, do. and and I don't have his his uh, Palmaris in, in front of me on the computer. Maybe you do, Bodie, or maybe mm-hmm. you'll pull it up as I'm, mm-hmm. as I'm making mm-hmm. this point. But I know he's been on the podium at least twice in this race, if not three or even four times. I think he's finished in second place twice. Well, no, he's finished second once, and I kind of distinctly remember that one because that was the one, the year that... Was it Marcotte one or it was Eric Marcotte? Yeah, I think I think he was wasn't he second or third in that one? I can't remember, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Marcotte I got two. They got two of them on the podium, uh, didn't they? Uh, well, that was stop. in the crit championships. Oh, uh, oh, look at look at here, USAC. Your fucking website is all messed up. I go to 2016 Pro and just just says all DNFs. Man, anyway. you just yeah, you just gotta you gotta get a Wikipedia straight away. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. Crowdsource that shit, man. Um, well, this shows me the results. So he got second, seventh, thirteenth, first. Um, you know, he's been he's been hunting. Uh, he's sure won- he's only been on the podium one other time. I swear, I thought he'd been on the podium. Well, before. okay, so USAC only goes to 2016. Then there's a big gap till 20, 2005. So, yeah, so sometime between 2005 <laughs> and 2016, he may or may not have been on the podium. Thanks, USAC. Dear USAC, <laughs> what is up with your results? Like that's part yeah. of the deal of like I'm paying my license and I permit my races through you is that riders have results that live on a website. All right, well let's yeah. stop talking about shitty USAC websites and start talking about one of the most awesome bicycle races yeah. that I think I've watched in a long time and give give USAC uh, some credit for, for okay. throwing an there awesome <laughs> championship race. Wait, you're saying so how you, about that? you didn't watch Amstel Gold Race this year? <laughs> 
I, I did. I mean, look, it, it's one of those things, you know, if you're in a band, I guess you always think your latest material is the best material, yeah, right? No, so it I mean, a it's, it's a, it's a victim of, of, or not, it, it, it's, it's, um, getting the benefit of being the most recent bicycle race I've watched yeah. as well. But it was a, it was a, it was oh, a barn yeah. burner. It, it was, I mean, look, and, and, and as I said before, it, there's a lot of things that come into it. It was the dynamic of the world tour teams. You know, EF had three riders this year versus the, the you know, Stephen Bassett, who's a domestic elite rider. Mm-hmm. First um, internet bank. We talked about them on earlier podcasts, yeah, right? They did. These guys are just laying it Am- down. Because they, they had that podium sweep in Amatonets last last week yeah right? so let's talk about it briefly so Stephen Bassett gets third at Amateur Nats last weekend yeah gets second in Pro Nats um, almost wins the damn thing mm-hmm. yeah apparently in Amateur Nats uh, and our friend of the podcast Matt Urschel pointed out that he apparently Stephen Bassett bridged to the break of his two teammates wow. and then drove the break so that they could win uh, Stephen Bassett what won he won Joe Martin um He's actually from Knoxville. Apparently. That's right. That's what the announcers were saying. Yeah. Um, and he, so that guy looked to be on his limit for that last like 16 miles. Just like his body language. He just was just. Almost crashed himself out on almost that at, toward the end of the race <laughs> yeah. because he just was sort of like so, so on the limit. He just was yeah, you know, he, routine, he, routinely pulling behind. Um, uh, at Nielsen, that point it was, yeah. Nielsen, Nielsen Palace. Palace. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he basically crossed wheels with him, almost took himself out. Yeah, yeah it 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 was brutal. Um, but yeah, there was just so much. Um, just they were just like it was, a, it was like a prize fight and just punching yeah. each other back and forth. Finally, what it was was or uh, go ahead. Tell well, me. no, I was gonna say let's set the stage uh, okay. just real quick. So for the last uh, what three four laps of the race, the mm-hmm. last uh, 25, 30 miles or so, it's Nielsen Palace of uh, Yumbo Visma. Uh, Alex Howes of, of EF Education First uh, and um, Stephen Bassett. Stephen Bassett of First and, and Bank had been in, in a three man break. Day, hadn't he? He'd yeah, he had, he had been in like a second, like one of the earlier breaks. I mean, and and they got caught, and then he got back in the other break. Yeah. And, and I'm and I'm thinking like, is Howes then working for someone else? Like, right. Like right, he because working? he had t- there were two EF riders in the groupetto in the chase group. Of about, uh, there was a fairly elite chase group of about what eight or nine riders, kind of behind that break of three that that were about it thirty-five, forty back seconds. And forth. I mean, yeah, there was there was a few different moves happening, you know, in, the, in that last. But yeah, so yeah, like I said, so the, I, I tuned in to the last five miles. I wanted to rewatch it, or the last eight miles, last lap basically. It was Neil's yeah, those three up the front. You had Peter Stetna, Larry Warbus, uh, Logan Owen, Nate Brown. Um, uh, Sean Servard, Sean Bennett, Sean Bennett was. I don't EF, think he right? was. Yeah, he's on. He was EF there, but one of the Avola riders, so the guy with the sort of long uh, blonde Alex locks. Hone. Yeah, Alex, yeah Hone. Alex Hone. So they were chasing. Um, Nielsen essentially just put in a massive attack, mm-hmm. and um, Howes kind of, kind of bluffed a bit, and pulled off and said, "Hey, Stephen, you gonna chase it?" Stephen called his called his bluff and attacked. And got a gap on Howes, and Stephen Bassett rode up to Powell's, uh, Nielsen Palace, 
and they had a, they had they had dropped house yeah and probably had 10 15 seconds on him yeah at one and, point. It, it, and, and you looked at house's body language and it, it looked done for like on he, the last lap yeah on the last lap four miles to go maybe yeah, halfway he, through the last he lap he looked like he was done and the announcer yeah. brad stoner was like oh it's over he's popped he and was the, using and the words like on popped. the first two and it pans back and there's alex driving and you know, it's like that you know when you're riding and you're on your limit and like most of the time, your your eyes are actually on your bars or the road because you're not looking forward. You're looking yeah. down. And that was like his body language. And he gets up and, uh, you know, I think at some point, a couple of testy attacks. Nielsen Palace attacks again. Um, Bassett has to chase. Howes once again just, just literally claws himself back in. Um, they go up that, sec- that last climb. Bassett has a lead. And uh, Howe's just, what's interesting is they're going up that last climb and you see that Howe's just has more energy. He can pedal faster and quicker up that hill. And Bassett is literally just like, you can see the lactic acid is like, it's up, he's up in his eyeballs in it. And like, he's just dying. And Howe's just pops around him, goes around the left-hand turn, and like, that's it. Game over. He's won. Um, yeah. It was amazing to watch. Uh, agreed. I mean, you know, uh, one one of those sorts of races, um, you know, you, and then there was a little bit of drama also on that last lap. We had Warbass chasing hard. You had Warbass chasing hard, and 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 those guys, when when Howes finally latched back on to to uh, the other two, and it became a group of three again with about one maybe 2k to go they started kind of playing games for just a minute and it was almost one of those situations where they played games just long enough for the chase group to make what seemed like it might be a a a, 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 an effort to to get back to them and warbass went off the front of that and came up and for a minute for a minute it looked like Warbass might catch him and and and, yeah. and make him pay for dicking around, but they 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 stopped and 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 then the the racing that you just described um, started up when there started being you know some attacks from that group of three. I think I guess they realized the break. I mean the uh, chase was getting close. So yeah. drama all around. Great finish. Uh, great you know the just that 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 little climb. Uh, great energy from the crowd. I mean, you had the hometown boy who was, was being cheered on by the the hometown crowd. Um, couldn't couldn't really ask for much more. You had the sentimental favorite, Alex Howes, who was, and you know, either one of those guys. Yeah. Who, who, who if you know, no matter which one of them had won, it would have been an epic finish to that race. Yeah, it'd have been it'd have been great. And, and you know, like I said, like who? Uh, yeah, I really wanted to see the. Uh, Stars and Stripes in the mm-hmm. Tour de France. Alex Howes was the only rider uh, who was going to go to the tour. Is he going to the tour? He's well. It, if the steep hill uh, start lists are correct, I believe he is. Yeah, awesome. That's yeah. great. Super great. Um, also, let's give a shout out to Johnny Brown, last year's uh, champion, who uh, was wait, in that sorry, break. Johnny Knoxville Brown, yeah, as, Johnny, it's, as it said on the... Johnny Knoxville Brown. Uh, <laughs> the cheesiest yeah, thing ever. He was in the break for a lot of time with with uh, Howes. So he, he put in the work. Uh, 
Um, the announcers, Brad Soner, was saying that he wasn't didn't do didn't have a good year, so didn't think he was going to win it. Um, but I do also want to give a shout out to Lauren Hall mm. as co-announcer yeah. or just fellow announcer. Real smart uh, commentary. Great commentary. Um, you know, she's you know from Mississippi. Um, kind of kind of raced in Lambert before our time, um, but uh, Randy makes sure to let everybody know. Uh, about her Palmares and that she was from Lambra. So that's cool. So it's it's great. Is she, is she a former Tour de La winner? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I could look it up, but USAC doesn't work. Um, I mean, I could dig on Lambra. You just text Randy. Yeah. It'd be quicker. <laughs> we could ask him right now. It would now. be quicker. He would let us know. Um, so yeah, so yeah, just pronats in the books. Great weekend of racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to say that I feel like with that men's finish and the women's finish, really, um, but the men mostly because I got to watch all of it, just the just the, the dynamics of how that played out and the, the attacks and the counterattacks and the desperate clawback moves and, like, all of that is, is, like, road racing. Like, that is road racing. And that is, like, a beautiful thing about road racing. And you don't get that stuff or you might maybe at some point uh but that kind of coverage like the the fact that i could watch that was because it was a road race it was a circuit road race i couldn't get that in kansas right like i can't get that in a yeah. gravel grinder no right um you, and, and and look to be to be fair as exciting as watching a criterium can be you don't get it in a criterium either it's a different kind of drama it, yeah, totally different and so that reminded me that you know road racing does have its place and there are really amazing things about road racing and that i i don't want it to die i I would like you know you know where else you don't get that kind of drama in a time trial (laughs) (laughs) totally different kind of drama in a time trial yeah um except just leave that out there except for the 1989 tour de france that was a that was a that was a time travel drama so just Speaking of 1989 Tour de France, yeah, uh, and speaking of Tour de France, mm-hmm. you guys all saw that um, Chris Horner is going to be on. He's joined the NBC team. Yay! Yeah, was Did wait you... was Chris Horner in the 1989 Tour de France? No, he, but, he is pretty old, so, but I don't think he's that old. So I didn't, I don't, I didn't bring this point up. This brought up on the Slow Ride podcast, but it was also brought up in other spots that the press release for the announcement said Chris Horner. The last American Grand Tour winner in 29 years will be joining the NBC Sports. 29 years. So 30 years ago yeah. was when LeMond won. 1989. 1990. 1990, right? Yeah. yeah. So this weird... I mean, weird, he also won in 1989, but yeah. he won in 1990 as well. Just this weird language to use the term 29 years. Like, who... Whoever counts back 29 years? Like, is 29 years a milestone that you use and that, like, when mm. you think about periods and epochs? Would you say, I mean, you'd say in almost 30 years. Well, I mean, I think a so, lot. So, look, ahead. I mean, look, it's, it, well, it's, it's, it's they're also, not trying to talk about Greg Lamont. Well, it's also avoiding. Super weird. It's also avoiding someone else who. Uh, it is. Well, that's the point I was going to make. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, you know, yet another slap in the face to, uh, to Mr. Armstrong, deservedly well, so, well, I but presume. But, on, but I mean, there's a whole lot. So of... my thought was that like NBC really tied their horse to Armstrong. Yeah. So this is some way to avoid Armstrong, but like it, they don't want to acknowledge Lamont. I don't know. It's just super weird. If you, I guess, if you tie your horse to Armstrong, and and Armstrong was you know totally against you know uh, 
Lamond, then I guess you still have to stick to the, the Armstrong story. I don't, I don't know. It, it was just weird. Uh, whatever. Horner's going to be on the uh, in, in the studio. He's not going to be on the broadcast. It's going to be Bob K. Mm. Bob K. Bob Roll has moved up and uh, replacing, uh, what's his name, who passed away? Paul, Paul Sherwin. Sherwin. Paul Sherwin. Yeah. So we'll look forward to that. Wait, okay. So, yeah. So so the, the point there is that Chris Horner is the only American since Greg LeMond to win a grand tour. Yes. Yes. Well, if they would have said 30 years, but they they chose 29 years, so they didn't have to speak about Greg LeMond. Wait, no, no, no. But it was 29 years since Greg LeMond had won. I think I think they were speaking of Greg LeMond, they just weren't using his name. They were yeah. saying essentially he's the la- the only American to have won a grand tour since LeMond in 1990. 1990. Yeah. Hmm. But still, they could have said his name. Yes. Um, Should have said his name, in fact. Yeah. Only American Volta winner. That's right. Uh, Chris oh. Horner. Yeah. No, Hampson won the Giro. Did yes. Hampson win the Giro? Yes. Yes. Hampson won okay. the Giro. Yeah. Not just that stage. Did he win that stage? No. no. He didn't win that he stage. He was second, I think, on that stage. Okay. All right. But he All won right. the Giro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that, speaking, that of, that. speaking of Grand Tours and Europe... Let's talk about some European Nats. Yeah, that's can we European can Nats. we just like sort of vamp through some? I mean, we don't want to give race reports for all of these no. various races, but there were a whole shit ton of European Championships handed out, and I would say let's let's maybe just do a you know a, a tag round. We'll each we'll each say a little thought about European Nats, and we'll just keep going around until we finish talking about it. So, Matt, you start. All right, well, I'm going to start with my home Nats, uh, which was the women's race. Um, women's time trial and road race was Alice Barnes of Canyon Sram. So we'll be seeing that in the World Tour. Um, awesome result for her. And uh, I know her sister has won the road race before, and so uh, now she's uh, passed the torch down uh, from the breakaway, small breakaway. There were two drops riders in there. Um, and, uh, yeah, great Great win. And uh, also in the men's race, uh, Ben Swift. After the podcast last week, I was just mentioning how strong Ben Swift was at the Tour de Suisse. You're right. And uh, Is he related to Connor Swift? He's his cousin. So any other cousins that have been national champions before? Can't think of any. But uh, Wait, Connor Swift has been national champion? Last year. He was national champion last year. I, don't, I can't keep yeah. these British riders. Is so are they sprinters? Was it was the road race a sprinters race? I, I don't I don't know if I mean Swift isn't really a pure sprinter. He seems to be a I don't know I don't know what he was pulling everybody up the mountains in in Tour of Switzerland. So I don't I don't still don't know races for Ineos. Races for he's back at Ineos. He went to UAE for a couple of years. Didn't have a great time there. Came back to Sky slash Ineos this year. Is he going to the tour? Do we know? Uh, no, he's not on the tour team. Okay. I mean, they are, you know, obviously... The embarrassment of riches. Embarrassment of riches. We can yeah. maybe talk about... There's an interesting thing about that. Maybe we should talk about quickly a bit later on because we're leading up to the tour. Um, so anyway, Swifty's been chasing that for a long time. Um, yeah. Very popular rider with all the other riders. And I think everybody was like, nobody deserves it better. He had a horrible training crash earlier this year where he got really smashed up. Um, but he seems to have come back and... Uh, so, you know, having a great time right now. Well, my, uh, my little hot take on uh, European Nats 
uh, is uh, Peter Sagan is not the Slovakian road champion this year. Mm. His brother is, again. Yeah. Uh, his brother has uh, won it a couple times in the past. But all the other times that his brother has won it, uh, Sagan was world champion at the time, so he was wearing uh, a world champs jersey. Sagan is not the world champion now, as we know. He's not the Slovakian champion. He's going to be wearing a uh, Bora Hansgrohe kit next year. So In the tour, he'll be wearing a Bora Hansgrohe kit. There was something about that where that he, since he knew that he wasn't like the, the, the world championship race last year didn't suit Sagan mm-hmm. there was the thought that he was going to go then he's going to win his national race so he could have a different jersey on it, in the past he has gifted the race to his brother so what happened this year his and- brother got in a break with a couple guys and I don't think that the the peloton chased it down yeah hmm. I mean I you know I don't know I mean Sagan didn't have a whole bunch of his he did have there, there, there is a third Bora Hansgrohe rider, Bodnar, right? yeah, who's who's Bodnar. Slovakian, but he was in the break with Juraj, <laughs> so I think Sagan was isolated in the peloton by himself. And then what does he do? Chase everybody. down his brother? Yeah. So Sagan is basically on the tour team, going to be the only guy on Bora's team that right because have a that's part two of my point yeah. is that Bora has like six national champions on their team. Yeah, and Bodnar uh, is time trial champion. Yeah. Of, but I guess he won't be able to wear that jersey in the uh, in in the road. Wait, is Bodnar Portland? Czech or uh, I don't know. Anyway, but because uh, they have their races together, the That's Czech right. race and the Slovak race are actually the same race. I think you're. I think Bodnar so is, is Czech. He's definitely well. He's definitely not a champion then, because Peter Vakok, Peter Vakok, and John Barta are the uh, champions for Czech. And the Slovakian okay. champions is Juraj and John Andres Kule. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, but in any event, yeah, Bora has Bora has six riders that that are that are Sam Bennett uh, won the Irish road race. Yeah. And uh, Pascal Ackerman won the German mm-hmm. road race. Yep. And uh, there's a bunch. Of, oh, uh, Davide Formolo won the Italian road race. Yeah. And yeah. what about um, surprised? What's his name? Micah. Rafa Micah. Is he the? Did he win the Polish? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. No, he did not. Okay. Uh, Bodnar won the Polish. That's uh, it. That's Bodnar's right. Polish. Yeah. Polish. Yeah. That's right. Okay. On there somewhere. Okay. Well, so anyway, so, that's my point, Bodie. Well, my thought is that maybe the sponsors is like, hey, Sagan, we pay you all this money. We'd like actually like to see you in our regular kit. Mm. I mean, it's not like the world champion kit and don't have the logos on, but they're like, hey, wear the green and black for a while of Bora. We we have some photo obligations we need to fulfill. Yeah. In the, um, wait we'll a minute. sell some more regular kits You're, now. I'm yeah. launching a new conspiracy theory here, Bodhi. You finished twice, uh, second in a couple Lambra championship races. Is Urban South giving you extra beer so that you won't... <laughs> Wear the Lambra Champs wow. jersey. I mean, yeah. that would be a waste of extra beer. Also, did you guys make? Is this, is there a Champs kit that yeah, I've been missing out on? Yeah, there's a Lambra Champs kit. I've yeah, got the you prototype right here in my office. Yeah, but you don't wear it. I mean, I guess no one in Lambra wears it at the race. I've seen lots of people wearing the Lambra Champs jerseys in a race. Yeah, yeah. I have seen him wearing it in a race. I'm pretty sure Jaden's worn a Lambert Champs jersey in a race before. Uh, 
Okay. I think uh, I think Dan Swan wore his Lambra Road Championship uh, jersey in the Tour de La this year. Okay. All right. Well, good. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. The, yeah. That's exactly. It's a why. smart looking jersey. That's exactly why I've been getting second. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. I had another thought about. Oh, uh, Bob Youngles wins the uh, wins the uh, Luxembourg uh, National Champs jersey for what the 800th time in a row. Yeah. Did road Chris- race and time trial. Did yeah. Christy Majerus win the uh, road wins? race and time trial? <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like they just get. I think they well, just get like them sent in the mail. Fifty people that live in Luxembourg, right? Yeah, it's pretty small. Uh, and- Except the Schlex. Yeah. But they're not racing anymore. So no. speaking of world champions, uh, Valverde, road race champion. I saw the end of that race. Um, so we he know, basically we d- sat on LL Cool J's wheel for the last 3K. Just sat on his wheel. Um, it was I, just the two. I of did them. not watch this race, and I don't even know the result. Alejandro Valverde won the Spanish road champs. Yeah, yeah and he saved all of us from seeing the Spanish national champion kit in the tour. Thank you. Which is, well, yeah, it could be a great kit, but it's always hideous. And yeah. movie star always fuck it up. So, yeah. I mean, yep. that's... And they have, like, even, like, the one they gave him for the podium is, like, a weird fade between red, yellow, and red. It's, like, it's it's terrible. So so let's talk about the Belgians. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's That was the next place I wanted to go. Tim uh, Merlier wins the Belgian National Road Championships. I am shocked. Beating Wout Van Aert. Yeah. His that fellow cyclocross racer, my theory: Matthew Vanderpool didn't race this. Uh, didn't race, obviously, because he's not. He's not, <laughs> he's Belgian. not Belgian. Belgian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he sent his teammate Tim Merlier to yeah. go beat Wout for him to go fuck with Wout's head. Yeah. Nice. So move. okay. Well, question, guys: Is Wout losing it? No, I is don't. Is he slipping? I don't <laughs> think finishing third uh, in his in in the Belgian national uh, road race is uh, slipping. But he did finish first in the time trial. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, Van Aert is your new Belgian time trial champion. Yeah, and and there's there's some pretty decent time trialists in there. I mean, well, we, he obviously won that time trial uh, recently. You know, in the. Uh, Criterium de Dauphiné. Dauphiné, yeah, which was, you know, phenomenal. Or Tour de Suisse. And Tour de Suisse. But, Wait, so, no, 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 he was in the, the uh, Dauphiné. Yes, he was in the Dauphiné. That's yeah. right. Uh, but guys, look, let's not let's not bury the accomplishment of, of Tim Merlier winning the Belgian Road Championship. I mean, my question is, is this guy the next great road racer that comes from the cyclocross? Because I'm telling you, you remember on last week's podcast, I was talking about... The Dwarves door. He was up there in Het, the, mm-hmm. Hagland. Yeah, he was in the break in that race all day, looking great. I thought it was kind of a one-off. I didn't realize the guy was, you know, an accomplished road racer, and here he is, you know, the next week winning the Belgian Road Nats. Well, there was another one-day race that weekend. I can't remember what it was called that he won. Yeah, as well. He, so. It's the Elfston Denrond. Mm, yeah, that one. He won. He won. Yeah, one I of mean, my favorites. I, I've literally never heard of the Elton Dittajon. <laughs> Elton Dittajon. I've never heard of Tim Merlier outside of cyclocross until. Well, the other thing that's weird. Weekend. Yeah, no, neither, neither do I. Is, I think he. So he just came on, mid sea or so like. Uh, earlier this season not like at the beginning of the year he joined Corrindon Circus for the road 
earlier this season. But I don't think he's on Corinthian Circus for uh, cyclocross. No, he was racing for... He used to be on Wout's team. Well, he used to be on Wout's team, and yeah. then Wout left his team. And then, is that team still going? I don't know. So I don't, I don't know who he's racing cross for now, but I don't think he's on Corridan Circus for cross. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, I mean, obviously, so let's talk about the other part of that equation. Vanderpool didn't even race the Dutch National Championships. Mountain biking, dude. Yeah. Okay. He's okay. Got training so on his mountain who bike. won the Dutch National Championship? Fabio Jakobsen. Yeah. Quick step. Okay. Uh, another another uh, Bora Hansgrove uh, champion is Conrad. Patrick Conrad, yeah. That's right. Yep. From Germany. Uh, Austria. 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 That's right. The yeah. country next to Germany. Yeah. 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 They speak German. The country that's more German than Germany. Yeah. Um, Manami, Anime Van Vluten also won the uh, time trial mm-hmm. championships for that country we were just talking about. Mariana Voss got beaten. Belgium. Mariana Voss got beaten in the road race uh, by... Is it Mika something? Uh, sure Lorena, Lorena Weebs. Okay, close. I was so close there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the Dutch uh, time trial champion is Annemiek van Vluten, and the yep. Dutch men's time champion is Jos van Emden. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a wrap-up to the time trials. I oh, mean, to the, uh, do you know who's the French road champion, men's? French men's road champion. Is it? Oh. Uh, yeah, it's I a don't. good one. It'll be at the tour. Yeah, he'll be at the tour. <laughs> He's on a... He stepped down a few years ago. Mm, used to be in the world tour, but he's oh, not choo choo. Nope. The choo-choo. Well, <laughs> he'll be at the tour too, but he'll be handing out jerseys. Warm by Guy. <laughs> Bargill. Yeah. Ah. So, all right. So that's a good segue into the Tour de France. Mm. Um, I want to ask you guys, who's going to win the King of the Mountains in the Tour de France? We kind of did some hot takes last last episode about who's going to win the overall. Um, so tell me, King of the Mountains, who do you see? Well, obviously, now that he's the French road champion and also a, probably a name that would be mentioned in that, Warren Bargui. I'm actually, I'm, I'm feeling that too, Townsend. I feel like we really haven't seen him. He's not had, he's not had spectacular form at all recently. Maybe it's just all coming on song, right? That's, right I'm, I'm feeling like it is. I feel like it's coming on form finally after two years of absence that, you know, like he left. And is he still racing for the, um, for the French Pro Conti team? Arkea Samsic. Yeah, Samsic. Along with Greipel. That's right. He'll he's be the, the tour. He's their sprinter. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that, I'm going to just go with Warren Bargui. Yeah, I mean, he'll be dedicated to it. I think, you know, the other obvious choice is uh, uh, Pierre another Lallant? Frenchman. No, another Frenchman. Alaphilippe. Yeah, who uh, won it yeah. last year. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. But haven't seen him race for a little while, so I don't know what kind of form he's in. Well, it's either going to be Warren Bargui, Pierre Roland, Julian be. Alaphilippe, or someone else. It's not going to be Pierre Roland. Let me, what do you guys think? Michael Woods, could he win the King of the Mountains? Possibly, but he'd have to go get in a lot of breaks, and I don't know if he's that kind of rider. You've got to get in the breakaway to to win the. I mean, so plus he's obviously concentrating on on winning the the Tour de France, right? 
Zach Thomas. Wait, hang on. Nate Brown's going to win the Tour de France. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. He's sorry. going to be supporting Nate Brown to win the Tour de France. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, EF's team. You got Uran, Van Garden, and Woods. I don't. I don't really know who's um, who's going to be the leader. Yeah, I think they'll find out on the road, won't they? Uh, they Van will. Garden, you know, second. Van Garden was second at the. At We're going to go through this again this year. Come no. on, he's a no. Grand Tour no, winner. He's, yeah. not. he's a Grand Tour winner right he there. He is not. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think they'll be right. I don't know. We'll see. It's probably Iran or Woods, whoever is looking yeah, the strongest. Yeah, I mean, what has what has Iran done lately? Either I don't know. Well, he finished second at the Tour not long ago. Two but, years ago. Well, it's only two years. You never know. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I did notice this week uh, was that uh, Ineos announced their tour team. Not only did they announce their tour team, but probably much to Garant Thomas's surprise, they announced that Thomas and Bernal are co-leaders at the tour. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm standing by my t- uh, hot take last week that I think Bernal's going to win. I think Bernal's going to win, and he's going to win the, uh, the white jersey. He's going to win the yellow and white. Well, if he won the yellow, he'd have to win the white, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. So it's not, yeah. But, yeah, that's my, I'm, I'm in on that. I think it's going to happen. I Really, though, like, I mean, what is Tom, has Thomas raced that much this year? No. He's not had a lot of, he's not had a lot, and he's not had any, I mean, obviously, he was looking good recently and at the crashed. Tour de Suisse, and then he Skinny crashed. Skinny ass crashed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling some like, you know, 20, 2011, no, 2012 Wiggins from drama coming. coming well, we had that last year. So we're going to be finding out pretty soon because uh, this dang race is yeah. getting ready to start. It is. It starts on Saturday. By yeah. the time we podcast again, we will have someone in yellow, which begs the question. Ooh. Who's in yellow next week? Who's in yellow? Quickly, Ooh. let me look at the stages real fast. Okay. Starts in Belgium. So, Starts in Brussels. Do we have a prologue? Trial? No, we have, we have a, a real... team time trial on the second stage. Okay, so yeah. give it to us, Bodie. So that would mean wait, we're gonna podcast. I'm trying to like do the math here. Podcast on Monday. So there's three days of racing. Oh, okay. Saturday, oh. Sunday, Monday. I'll tell you who's gonna be. It's gonna be Wout Van Aert. Boom. Wout Van Aert is going to be in yellow on Monday. Because there's a team time trial yep. that you think y- there's Yumbo... There's a stage yeah. and a team time trial. He can be in yellow. That's a distinct possibility uh, for Yumbo there, isn't it? Take like that, that to the bank. Yeah. What about uh, what about Dylan Gronewagen? Also? Also... How does it... Okay. How does mm-hmm. it work in a team time trial? How do they decide in the team... Who crosses the line first? Well, they all get the same time. Right, they all get the same time. So, so I guess if Gronovagen wins the sprint... Sprint, he'll have... Unless Wout beats him. Mm. Wout's probably going to be working for Gronovagen. What's the, what's the Monday stage? Is that one... Is that do, do, one do, 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 do. Pulling up real fast. Uh, Monday is looks like a sprint stage. It's got a mm. bunch of fours and threes at the end. So maybe it's not... Lump, lumpy-ish sprint mm, stage. Mm. Yeah. I wish they had a finished profile so I could, you know. But yeah. So all right, I've picked. I picked Wout. Okay. I'm picking Gronovagen. Gronovagen, good choice. Uh, so you got Wout, you got Gronovagen. I guess I'll have to go with somebody else then. I'm gonna go with another team with a good team time trial. Viviani. Okay. Yeah, no, that's solid. Good. Okay. All right, I like it. All right, I like it. Last thing before we close out Europe and move back to the States to talk about Pontchartrain Beach Summer Series. Guys, what is Wout's nickname? 
Mm. He doesn't have one, does he? No. Damn. He needs a nickname. He does. Like like if he was from Knoxville, we'd call him Wout Knoxville Vanet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh Wouty Knoxville. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Th- I'm, I feel like I'm kind of pretty good at making up nicknames. Well, um, just chew on that one, and you can throw it out next week when Wouts and Yellow Love got to do with it. It's been a classic uh, yeah. thing. Maybe his nickname is uh, McLovin. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, 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 we'll just a thought. It. Just something to chew on. And hey, guys, if if anybody out in the listening audience has some thoughts. Email us. Yeah, you write at gmail.com. What is Slide Wout into our nickname? DMs. Yeah. What is mm. Wout's nickname? Briefly, yeah, briefly before we leave the Tour de France, I just want to announce that uh, on the 20th, uh, we're going to be uh, hosting a special event. 20th of June. 20th of uh, July. July. 20th of July. A special event at the 7-3 Distillery, one of our team sponsors. Um, So uh, it's going to be our friend uh, Beth Reinhardt is helping out, and myself, and... uh, and we're going to be putting on a Tour du Van event on the 20th. We'll be showing the stage. Uh, we're going to be presenting a selection of wines from uh, regions that the tour visits. And uh, yeah, it's going to be 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, the event will be up very soon and you'll be able to buy tickets in advance. And all proceeds go to our um, Urban South Bike MS team. Now, now 7-3 Distillery is somewhat close to the Mississippi River, so the full event name is actually Tour de Van Down by the River, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's one excellent option. Yeah. Damn. Uh, but it's because it's going to be the Tourmalet stage in the Pyrenees that finishes atop the Tourmalet this year. I thought it would be the Tourmalet du Van. Mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, I mean, but the van down by the river is also the van down by the river. This yeah. is awesome. I'm Hashtag ex- dad humor. I'm excited. Uh, I'm all, we are going to be at a distillery, so are there going to be uh, wine that's aged in whiskey barrels, or will there be whiskey wines? Also, since Townsend's here, will there be any non-alcoholic wines for Townsend? It does get a little confusing, doesn't it? When <laughs> we mix in all of these various uh, tinctures. <laughs> We get, there will be uh, non-alcoholic options as well. I'm uh, not sure about non-alcoholic wines, but there will be a cocktail, which is um, everybody will get a cocktail when they arrive, if they drink cocktails. And uh, it'll be a French 75, which is a combination of champagne and 7-3 Distillery's own Gentilly Gin. That's right. That's my wife's favorite oh. uh, cocktail. Excellent. I, will, French 75. I don't drink liquor, but I think I will try that. Yep. Because I know that when you mix champagne and liquor, you just it's really good for the next day. It's always good. It's <laughs> always good for the next day. Well, the good thing is it's on a Saturday night, so you've got Sunday morning to uh, to recover. But yeah. Joke, jokes aside, I actually am excited for that. I, I love that where you guys are planning that. Thank you to you and Beth and uh, Scott because yep. these are the things that make clubs and teams fun is when we get together and we, we you know. Yeah, events, yeah, big thanks. thanks to Scott and everybody at 7-3 for being super accommodating and uh, and just wanting to do stuff like this. And I think, you know... They, great, great place to host a party. We did the we did the club Christmas party there last that's right. year. We did. And I think Scott was also mentioning uh, on Friday night that, uh, you know, he'd actually like to... They've got a great big projection screen and everything in the bar area and actually show some tour stages on other days too. Sounds, Sounds great. good. Uh,
Let's take a tour to the Lakeshore Drive um, for Pontchartrain Beach Summer Series. We wrapped up week two uh, last week. Mm-hmm. We are now in the rest week, as they say. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and let me just tell you, I feel like we needed one. Needed a little rest. Yeah. No, I mean, sure. No, I think it's good. I finally was able to pack all the race director stuff into the closet for a week. Mine's living in the back of my car still. <laughs> My, our mind lives in the living room. Our living room turns into a race director's garage uh, during the weeks of the, uh, the series. Um, but, yeah, so we had our second uh, week of racing. Once again, beautiful weather. I think we had some good races again. Um, yeah, wind of- was a little bit lower this week, Let, uh, not blowing a quite as hard. This yeah, week. which made, I think, for better racing. I don't yeah, know what your did. thoughts on that were. We I thought not- so. We did not get any sort of a beautiful sunset, unfortunately. No, a little, little overcast. We are following hazy. the same weather pattern as last year, and I think this means that it might rain next week, Ooh. but hopefully it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, this we're going to be prepared for it this year. Uh, we've got the tents weighted down, although I don't know that even the heaviest weights huh. would have uh, protected our tents from that from that uh, squall that blew up over Lake Pontchartrain last yeah, that year. Yeah, w- that was crazy last year. Yeah, and so actually, that that's foreshadowing. That's but makes me worry because I just got my computer's uh, screen fixed, yeah. and uh, I remember s- distinctly seeing uh, Randy's laptop come flying across the parking lot. Well, I'll give you a couple of weights that weigh down your laptop. Mm, I think I'm gonna have to like duct tape it to the table or something. You can also do that. Um, I just want to talk about some of the racing action. So once again, in the women's race, we had Taylor Gorman who finished first and held on to her leader's jersey um in that sort of women's overall i think the it's 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 taylor meg and lisa Mm -hmm. uh sort of same positions they finished in that race and and they're taking the overall um uh, in the in the one two three four race we had a bit of a shakeup on the first week dustin drews won uh, Jaden got second, and was it Dan Swan who got third? It was. I think so. It was Dan Swan yep. got Actually, third. I think Dan Swan got second, didn't he? And no. Jaden got third. Was, no. Okay. Yep. So he was right. third right the first time. So uh, second week, uh, we had Lance Abshire, who was out at Amnats on the first week. He came and raced. He joined the party, and uh, he won that race. He blew it up. He blew it up. And um, we had actually had two guys from Velovit. We had um, uh, Daniel Lawson and Patton Sims who came down and Chris Lincoln. They had Jackson. also both been at Amateur Nats yeah. the week before. So mm-hmm. they came down and they made that race a bit of a party. They made it pretty fast. Yeah. Um, fast. So fast that uh, our leader, Dustin Drews, got dropped from the lead group. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point, Jaden Kiefer had attacked the group and was off the front. Attacked early. He attacked early and was out for quite a while. Yeah, but he flatted. But he flatted. So what happened is he kind of goes, we see him come through, he's off the front. Next time they, the group comes through. Mm, he's off the back. He's off the back of the lead group. On a different bike. On a different bike, and then we see his teammate Gavin Blair roll through on a flat tired bike. Yeah, ca- basically carrying Jaden's bike almost to yeah. the up to the line, and yeah. and DNF. So he goes the race. from the front, 
gets a flat and he must i don't i don't know what exactly happened but apparently he said hey i have a flat like give me your i don't i don't know i don't know the pecking order on that team i think uh, gavin i think gavin offered him his bike i mean also Jaden is in the hunt for the leaders yeah. jersey and gavin had just basically won or finished on the yep. podium in yeah, the 3 won. 4 5 race yeah, yeah he, solo attack he was that's right massive tt so yeah effort. so anyway yeah. so so that kind of shook things up, and so what happened is that 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 left Dan Swan, the guy who had pretty much in that front group, the only other person who had raced the first race, yep. put him in a really good position. He finished third, second, 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 second in that race. Um, Sorry, very tight, um, tight sprint between him and uh, and Lance, him and Patton, him and Patton. Patton. Lance Lance won it going away. And, uh, and sorry, and Patton and and Dan sprinted for a second, and You're third, absolutely Dan right. pipped him at the line. Yeah, so. That shakeup meant that Dan Swan moved into the leader's jersey. Yeah. And you know what? This kind of cool because we haven't seen any action like this so far in Punch Train Beach Summer Series. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's it's fun when we're sitting there with the spreadsheets and we're trying to punch in those numbers and you make those calculations and boom, you got a new leader on top of the podium. Well, yeah. and, and this last week, he didn't race the three, four, fives because he's catted up to a we two now, right? Upgraded him to two. Yeah. yeah. It was time. So. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see. So it's kind of wide open right now in the one, two, three, four uh, race. We're looking at 14, 13, and twelve. That's the top three in That's, the overall. That's uh, Dustin, Dan, and Jaden. I assume. No. Dan, Dustin, and Jaden. Oh, yeah. in that order. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I was saying them out of order. Yeah. I just yeah. was saying them so, in no particular order. That's the order they're in for the Omnium. Two races left. Um, there is no double points. It's, you know, yeah. we'll go back to whoever's the most. If there's a tie, it's whoever has the most victories or who finished the best of the previous race. Um, I got to say, in the women's overall, it's going to be tough to beat Taylor, who's got two victories. Once you kind of get two victories, it's kind of hard to uh, get past that. Mm-hmm. So, well, especially because it's hard to see anybody beating her as well. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't. Last year's champ, Emily Gass, has not raced the first two weeks, so hopefully she'll come back uh, this next week. And I know she can definitely give Taylor a run for her money, but uh, if Taylor finishes strong, then she'll be okay. Yeah. Um, third place on that podium was newcomer to the scene, Lisa Hauser, recently upgraded her to Cat 4. But we saw that she went over to Texas and did a... 100-mile gravel race. Texas Gravel Champs or something like that, I think mm. is what it so, was called. Yeah, she... She raced in the Texas State Gravel Championships, or I guess. That's awesome. Wow. Is she from Texas? I don't know. Oh. I, don't, I mean, I think I'm, her life, she, she probably wouldn't won the jersey or the medal or whatever if she won, but. I don't know that that's, I don't know, maybe Texas does have a sanctioned gravel championship. It was a sanctioned, it was a USAC sanctioned race. I went and looked at the flyer and everything. I, I checked but was, it out. No, what I meant was, is it a sanctioned state championship event? I mean, in other words, mm-hmm. so they you know they actually give out USAC state championship so medals for gravel. As a local association, they certainly could decide to make gravel an event. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We could do that as well. Yeah, well, you're looking at the guy right here. <laughs> Stroke of a pen, baby. Stroke uh, of a pen. <laughs> make it so. Let's talk about this because uh, um, I like the idea of gravel. So yeah, so that that's that's it. That's it. All right. Hey, That's well, hey, got. guys, speaking of gravel, mm. uh, this Ooh, yeah. Independence Day, this Thursday, I'm assuming this podcast will be edited and out beforehand. It's up Hopefully on Facebook. So. We're having the second annual 4th of July club ride stage race. Yeah, I'm super bummed that I'm going to miss this. And one of the stages this year, this is a new 
uh, wrinkle in this this year. One of the stages is a gravel stage. Interesting. I thought two of them. Only one of them. Unless you, you know, now portions of that Almanaster Road are are uh, well, hardly than, any better, than worse gravel. than gravel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, Almanaster Road is the road stage. Mm-hmm. There's an out and back gravel in the Almanaster uh, Levy Gravel. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see. Never mind. I was thinking that. Okay, I was thinking you were doing the out and back in the Bayou Sauvage Park. Oh, no. Nature area. Yeah, no. The out and back is on that uh, gotcha. yep. gravel by the sewage and water board. With and then the, you ride back home from that. Yeah, that's the that's the club ride segment where you're judged and on panache and etiquette. And then the double sprint challenge was sort of, mm. it's sort of like the... Um, oh, so the style points in this event. You, you, were you not on this ride last year? Uh, no. The, the race commissars can, can both add or deduct points from your total based mm. on your style, etiquette, sense of humor or lack thereof oh. on the club ride so segment. So make sure you get those sock heights just right, folks. We don't want too high. But we don't also want Chris Horner low. That's right. You know, oh. I mean, look, the, a key to surviving this event is to wear socks. I'm just going to leave it. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just, you know. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna appoint uh, Zach Thomas, who's been sort of helping me uh, dream up this event, and who is last year's champion. Yeah. Um, I just. I remember last year. We, it's funny because I was just looking back through to see, you know, if we took pictures from that ride, or quite frankly, I just didn't trust my memory that Zach won. He claims to have won that event last year. I'm not sure that we even really kept score, but he says he's the returning champion. So I guess we're going to give it to him. And then, and then I went back through my uh, photos and I found a video uh, of Zach popping a bottle of champagne from that we bought at Canseco's. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. We went to Canseco's and Zach bought a bottle of champagne and we made mimosas, I think. Yep, is, is what happened. Yeah, I think that I think that sealed the deal for his victory. Yeah, maybe that's right. Mm. I think that I think he won it on panache points for the uh, for the champagne. Did he did he saber the did he, the, the bottle of champagne? We was he it? carrying champagne flutes in his back in his jersey pocket the whole time? That would have been classy. Yeah, he sabered <laughs> it with his uh, mini pump. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the that's uh, tire lever. Yeah, so that's uh, so is he Thursday be, morning? Is he going to be judging this year? I think he's going to be a co co judge. Okay. He and I are going to serve as co commissars. Is he going to be this. wearing the previous year's champion's jersey? <laughs> yeah, it's just whatever jersey he was wearing last year. Mm-hmm. There are no trophies, no jerseys for this ride. But okay, so you know what? What's your so what you you? There's a Facebook event, and uh, I just want to talk about this briefly. You've set it up, and you have four stages, and you've created Strava segments for the states, and you you've talked about this at times. I don't know, maybe not timed. Maybe the finished positions are judged on the uh, on the course. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, in other words, just self-reported by self-report, you know yeah. you know. But Strava doesn't lie. This too. is I have to work and I'm super bummed. This seems super fun and it's it's really this format is is a popular format uh, and it's an enduro format basically, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you were timed on certain segments and then you have so much of time to get to the next segment. And your time's added up. Uh, this is what they do at Grinduro. But it's dra- drafting is allowed, right? It's not like it's timed as in time trial. No, no, no. drafting is definitely allowed. It's yeah. it's it's a it, it as at its essence, it's a you know club ride, you know group mass start race. But last week, I we talked about different uh, different 
event formats to spice things up, to mm. to change things up a bit, to make things more exciting. And um, I think this is an idea that has some legs. This this fun duro format. I like that. Uh, you know, fun duro. You mm. you have you know you yeah. you party for party. You party in the in betweens, and then you go hard for a bit, and then yeah. you party and you regroup and you ride together and. Well, you know, one of the things I thought about doing was, and it, it was just, you know, declaring a winner after the fact, just going back through and looking at the Strava segments and tallying the total times and, and doing it that way might be, might be another interesting, you know, way to do it. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we've talked about, I think it's a format that you could do is in sort of the more like unsanctioned, low pressure event formats. Speaking of, uh, uh, Zach uh, and our friend Taylor Mills are planning a race around the lake. I love this idea. Uh, which I kind of feel like it fits within this this uh, genre, this family style event. Um, so look out for that September 22nd or is it 29th? I don't know. A lot of back and forth on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's the 22nd. 22nd of September, our friends are hosting a race around Lake Pontchartrain. Noma to Noma, as they're calling it. Hmm. Um, 150 miles or something like that. I, they're going to release uh, the details soon, and, and we'll share about that on this uh, podcast. Hey, I think we should have the guys on the podcast to talk about it. I really think this is uh, a good idea. seems to be getting a lot of attention and a lot of interest on Facebook, and this could be one of the one of the bigger events, kind of one of the bigger kind of uh, banded events in our area. So we might as well uh, promote it. Yeah, looking for looking forward to not being there. I, I will be at the World <laughs> Cups. Uh, uh, in uh, in Madison, unfortunately. So, well, I don't. I'm not feeling sorry for you because you're going to be at the the no. that no. Trek no. World no. Cup. Trek Cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, well, guys, is there anything else on the agenda? I don't think so. The agenda is all blank from here. All right, awesome. I think we covered everything, right? Yep, I think that's I feel it. Like Town- you did a pretty good job with it too. Yeah. So Townsend, sign us off. Uh, so this is T Bone, and uh, I guess I'm saying like. Today, July 1st, 2019, for the first time in like eight years, uh, I have a lot more in common with Peter Sagan than I ever have. I'm not the national champion of Slovakia. I'm not the world champion either. So, Peter, I know how you feel, buddy. Uh, and this is Sachirio saying, uh, just to remind you guys once again, uh, keep an eye out on Facebook. The event will be up soon. The uh, Tour Malay du Van uh, at 7-3 Distillery, 20th of July. Be there, 7 p.m. And this is the Bodie Bodie saying, once again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send us an email at yayuride at gmail or slide into our DMs. Please let us know what is Wout's nickname. We need that. Um, yeah, looking forward to the 4th of July ride that I won't be at. Hopefully this podcast will be out before then. And I will see you tomorrow at Loops. Good night.